passions, beliefs, life stories, helpful resources for the senior living journey. Discover it all here on the People of Avamir pod as we get to know our residents, employees, and partners one-on-one. I'm Shaylin Miller, your co-host, stepping in for Thomas Cloutier. Welcome to the People of Avamir pod. This month, we're honoring Women's History Month. Get to know a few female icons and how they impacted the world and some of our incredible female employees and residents. Follow any Avamir community on Facebook and Avamir Health Services on Instagram. Today, we're getting to know a resident with Avamir Rio Rancho who spreads smiles through his community. His name is Are You Kidding with a question mark at the end, legally changed on April Fool's Day, 1983, along with his wife, Who You Kidding? Are You was a clown for a living and today loves to share his jokes and poems. Welcome, Are You Kidding? Hello, hello. I'm very excited to talk with you about your name and how you got this name. So how did you get the name Are You Kidding? And when did you change it? My wife and I went to Superior Court in Los Angeles on April Fool's Day, 1983. And we went dressed as clowns. And originally, the judge was not particularly amused. In fact, he was not happy at all. And when he heard my wife's name, Finally, he started laughing, and he said, I came in here bound and determined not to even smile, but this is ridiculous. It was worldwide news. It was front page in Sydney, Australia. My wife spelled her name W-H-O-O-Y-A. Who are you kidding? And um, it's, it was one of the smartest things I ever did. I uh, worked at the time selling photocopiers. One month, I made $13,000 selling photocopiers, and I bought Steve McQueen's race car, which was licensed for the street. It was really a great car. My wife said, we don't need another car. And the first thing she saw when she said when she saw it was, we got to have it. Beautiful car. Wow. So it seems like she's as much as a jokester as you are. If she changed her, did she change her name first before you did? We did it on the same day in Superior Court in Los Angeles. Whose idea was it? Well, it was, I guess it was my idea originally. There was a rock and roll station in Los Angeles called KMET, and their slogan was Huya. They had billboards all over Los Angeles, W-H-O-O-Y-A, and that's what she changed her name to. Who are you kidding? I love that. So... Whenever she changed hers, like, what, what was your reaction? Were you just totally on board from the start? Well, originally I was speakeasy, you clown. Then I was easy, does it? And eventually I was, are you kidding? So you've changed your name legally several times? No, I only changed it legally once, but I started clowning in 1973. Ah, okay. So you had these nicknames before you legally changed it. Correct. Yes, ma'am. So what got you interested in jokes and clowns? Where did that interest first peak? Well, you know, my clown partner worked for Sergis Vargas, and she was the one who introduced me to clowning. Her name was Alta, and she later became an airplane pilot. And we found a picture of hers um, on the web not that long ago, her as a pilot. She was an amazing lady, really a really wonderful, wonderful girl. What's one of your favorite jokes? Well, I like to tell jokes that anybody can relate to. Uh, I like riddles, for example. Here's a riddle for you. Uh, People say time flies when you're having fun. What do frogs say? I don't know. 
times fun when you're having flies. Yes. Yes. And I and I like to write. Uh, I've been a writer for many years. Here's an example of one of my uh, pieces. It's called The Plumber. The bathtub's overflowing. The toilet will not flush. It's time to call the plumber. Ask him, please, to rush. He said he'd be right over, but once he does arrive, he won't be in a hurry. I'm paying for his time. He brings in all his tools so he knows they're not required. But when he's going to charge me, at least he should be tired. It takes a half an hour to get the stuff unloaded and put it back again. It's twice the price he quoted. He hasn't started working yet. Already he's made money. Tells toilet jokes while on the clock and laughs is it full funny? To him they are, there is no doubt his jokes are quite expensive. I act as if I am amused, yet still he is defensive. A plumber's job is thankless, he says with a straight face. The slime, the grime, and half the time there's no cross space in the place. Enough philosophizing, you've got a job to do. At 80 bucks an hour, I hope quite soon you're through. 80 bucks is a daily rate, he reminds me with a grin. But since I started after 12, it's double plus the men. There must be some mistakes that either working by yourself. There's not a single soul around to watch or give you help. Technically, it's true, Sati, but it's written in the contract. We charge from three our standard fee if the customer makes contact. Now, hold on just a minute. This doesn't seem quite right. If I had never called for help, you'd never know my plate. It only goes to show, Sati, plumbing's dirty business. Do you want to stand around and talk or let me alone to finish? Wow, you wrote all that? Yes, ma'am. That is pretty cool. Thank you very much. When we can make each other laugh, it really helps. I am so very fortunate to be here. There's wonderful people here. The courtyard here is wonderful. The only objection that I have is I'm so far away from my home. And I was raised in Albuquerque, and my friends are there, and my family is there. My sister is all that's left of the family, but she lives in Albuquerque with her husband. Wow. Do they ever make any trips to see you? You know, occasionally, one of my best friends is in Albuquerque, and he's totally blind. It's 90 miles round trip for him, so it's hard for him to come and see me. I have Most people are lucky to have one or two friends. I have several. I miss being close to my friends, but the people here, I have one friend in particular that I'm very close to. Um, he's been helping me with my working out. I'm skinny as a rail. So I do my exercises and I try to get a good night's sleep. Oh, good. I'm glad you have a good friend there. Uh, so tell me a bit about your family and your wife. Well, my wife, as I say, who are you kidding? Um, she changed her name with me. I uh, went to court with her. It was front page in Sydney, Australia. And as I say, it allowed me to make a lot of money when I was selling, I would tell people, let me give you my card. And they would say, well, you've already given me a card. And then I'd give, you the, give them the, are you kidding card? I worked in an office in the San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles. And one month I had 72% of the business for the whole office. I sold 19 machines that one month. And I made, like I said, over 13000 in a single month. That's good money these days, much less back in 1983. Wow, that's incredible. In honor of Women's History Month, tell me about a woman that you appreciate in your life. Well, there are several. I'm looking at one of them right now. Her name is Kim Sammons. She is the one who made it possible for me to do all this, and I really appreciate it deeply. She and Jennifer, who is the new manager here at Abermere, these are great people, really great people. 
Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. And why did you choose Avamir as a place to call home? Well, you know, I didn't choose it. My old guardian chose it. And the thing that made me happiest about it was the bird feeders and the bird houses. We have a wonderful courtyard here, and we have hummingbirds, and we have all kinds of birds. And my sister um, bought me a bird feeder that right now is in the courtyard, and as it warms up, we'll be feeding the birds again, the hummingbirds. There's a program on NBC every uh, every weekend or every other weekend called The More You Know, and it gives examples of the natural world and what is available there. I am one of the people who believes that television teaching can be some of the best teaching ever. I know it's better to have a live person, but you can learn so much watching and learning about the world in which we live. It's really an incredible world. The more you know on NBC on the weekends. What's your favorite thing to write? Uh, My favorite thing is um, our poetry. Most of my writing is in the form of poetry. Do you share your poetry with fellow residents? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm glad to be here. By taking my time and doing my best, that I'll be uh, able to, to make some money on the telephone. I need to make enough money that I can afford eventually to move back to Albuquerque. Uh, until I do, I'm happy where I am. Oh, that's great. Glad to hear that. Uh, what's your favorite activity to do there? Probably talk. I talk a lot. My favorite activity is to watch um, late night television, and then I try to get enough uh, get enough sleep that I can get a good night's rest. Oh, good! A good night's sleep really makes all the difference. Well, it sure does. Oh yeah. If you could go back to any point in your life and experience a memory all over again, what memory would you relive? Probably clowning with my clown uh, partner. She was the only clown that you'll ever see with black hair. Um, she, a clown with Circus Vargas, and as I say, she invited me to clown with her one time. And once I started it, I never stopped. So were you a clown for a living? Yes, ma'am. I was in the Yellow Pages. My um, clown partner and I clowned for, um, I had a novelty business. It was, are you kidding? Excuse me, it was Pyramid Entertainment and Novelty. One of the funniest things that I ever did was at the Rose Bowl Parade. I wasn't hired for the Rose Bowl, but I was there, and the police marked a blue line, and you had to stay behind the blue line. So I would walk right behind the police and draw a blue line on the ground. It was just as a joke, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So how long, how many years were you a, a clown? Well, I started in 73. And your wife seems, she seems like a jokester too. If she changed her name to Huya, did she ever get into clowning? Well, she clowned with me. She and I clowned together. Um, she was the one who clowned with me to do my name change. As I say, I thought she had more sense. <laughs> Love that. How did you guys meet? Um, I met her through... Um, um, my job at the uh, Malibu Pier, I was the Malibu Clown. There's a, a Will Gear Theatricum Botanicum was Heritage Ware, and the Malibu uh, campus of Santa Monica College was started when I went to Santa Monica College. We performed in Malibu. I had, um, in the San Fernando Valley, clowning, 
And as I say, it worked for me. Just the fact of making people laugh was a really good thing for me. When you can make people laugh, it makes your life so much greater. Oh, I love that. Uh, I heard that you make uh, fellow residents laugh, that you go around spreading smiles. Tell me about that. Well, thank you. I hopefully I do that, you know. It's just a matter. There are certain things that are better when you can tell jokes that adult people of all ages can appreciate. It's better. Um, I don't know if you know the history of what is known as blue material. It was during the uh, burlesque shows. And one of the people that produced the shows found a mission, uh, uh, material that was too objectionable. They would send them back on a blue piece of paper. That's where the expression blue material comes from. Red Fox was famous for that and a lot of other entertainers. I prefer entertainment that I can share with people of all ages. Oh, that's great. What's your next goal or bucket list item? Well, my next goal is to get a job that I can work on the phone, that I can work and make at least $10, if not more per hour and work 20 hours a week so that I can make enough money so I can eventually earn enough money to move back to Albuquerque because that's where my friends are, that's where my family is. And it's such a long trip to come out here. Oh, yeah. It's, it makes such a big difference when you can be near family. Without my sister, I would have a terrible time. Oh, is your sister in Albuquerque? Yes, she is. There's a street that was the last street in town, and it's now in the middle of Albuquerque. My father was the uh, head of environmental testing. They tested atomic bombs and stuff, and he worked... Um, Directly under the, the head of Sandia Base, he was he worked at Sandia um, Base. He also worked at Manzano when that was a secret base. My mother didn't even know where he worked for the first several years because it was top secret. He used to take me out to watch the rocket sleds, if you know what the rocket sled is. Now tell me what that is. Well, it's a sled that they get up to extremely fast speeds and then they run it into water to slow it down. And he tested all these components. He worked for a man called Ray Powell. Mr. Powell was the head of Sandia Laboratories. Wow, that must have been a cool experience to see. Yes, it was. And my father was a really good man. He decided that he wanted to uh, live in working class neighborhoods. I saved my money mowing lawns and delivering newspapers to save up money to buy a motor scooter. And he wrote the National Safety Council, and he got them come look back, and I was already upset because I knew they were going to tell him no. And he sat me down, and he said, whatever they say we're going to go with it, he opened it up, and it was instructions on how to drive a motorcycle. And he was beside himself. And then the funniest part was they published his letter in the National Safety Magazine, like three weeks after I bought the motor scooter, and it was actually a motorcycle, and they said, there's no state in the union that allows this, and if they did, you'd be crazy to let your 13-year-old boy have one, but it was too late, I already had it. So did you get to ride it then? Oh, the first day I had it, I put 100 miles on it on the school ground. Wow, 100 miles. right across the street from the school ground. That's awesome. So what advice do you have for the world? Do what you love. If there's something that you love to do, then you should do it and spread love when you can do that because there's nothing in the world that means more. And we all get old. Thank God we all get to die. 
I um I say that with with uh, great reverence because when we're younger we don't realize there's an old expression youth is wasted on the young and I feel better today than I've felt in a long long time and part of it is the people here and uh, Kimberly the lady who's holding the camera now she's the one who made this possible she made this happen oh yes. Thank you, Kimberly. We definitely appreciate you. Well, it was Jennifer. Jennifer Ann was a big part of it. She's uh, Jennifer Griffith, our director. She she met RU the first day, and he told her his story, and she said, yes, we're definitely going to contact somebody. I so. love that. Thank you, Kimberly. Well, um, thank you for, for doing this for him. He's really been wanting this for a while. Oh, good. I'm so glad. All right, so this is a question we ask everybody on the podcast. Here at Avamir, we consider our residents family. What does family mean to you? Family means people that you can count on, people that are there for you in thick and thin. My sister has made it possible for me to have a home here at Avamir. And as I say, um, the birds were the thing that meant the most to me, feeding the birds and now that things are warming up a little bit, we'll be able to get the hummingbird feeders coming again. I just love living my life. And I look at myself, I like my hair long. I've had long hair for a long time. Well, thank you, RU. That's all the questions I had. I really appreciate you sharing your life with me today. Well, thank you so much. This is what makes me happy. And I will be getting more of my magic. Because when you can entertain people with magic, there are some tricks that are very easy and very simple that are remarkable. I do a trick with a banana where I slice the banana before you unpeel it. That's a mind blower. Some of the simplest tricks are some of the best ones. And when you can fool people of all ages, it's a great thing to do. Well, thank you so much, RU. You go have some fun and make some people smile, okay? I sure will. Thank you so very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to the People of Avamir pod. Find us on your favorite podcast platform and follow your local Avamir community on Facebook to keep listening in.